The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. I don't know why, but I was feeling a little Bobby. I had to break that out a little bit. Boom, boom, boom. You guys don't know about this. Young Bucks don't know about this. I had to break it out. I was feeling that. And if you're feeling me, smash that like. I was feeling that, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report. Brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Let's go. Some of you guys are going to feel this. And for those that are like, what is this stuff, man? Move out of here. <laughs> What's happening, baby? Let's go. Folks, the Bills are up to, I guess they're doing some work. Slowly doing some work. Slowly doing some work. But we're getting there. For those that are feeling that, let me turn that back up a little bit. Let me turn that back up a little bit. I'm feeling that. I came back to let you know. Go, folks. All right, let me bring that down. Let me bring that down. Let me bring that down. <laughs> folks, the Bills are up to it again, this time with a big-time signing, at least for me, at least for those that are invested in the running back position like I am because I haven't been fulfilled with that running back position. We're truly satisfied. I don't know, since LaShawn McCoy. And even before LaShawn McCoy, we've always had a stable of backs where you can count on them. They can be a difference maker in the game, right? After LaShawn, it's pretty much been, all right, okay. But the big difference, obviously, is that we've, we haven't had a franchise quarterback. So we've always, had to, we've always had to lean on the run game, lean on everything else but the quarterback. So now that we have a quarterback, it's like, ah, the running back position is whatever. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's uh, I'm not saying this is, this fulfills my, my personal, like, okay, we got something there. But we're moving in the right direction. So ladies and gentlemen, if you guys have been sleeping under a rock, wake up. The Bills have signed Damian Harris, former Patriot running back, Damian Harris. That has been a thorn in our side anytime he plays us. Um, and now he will be donning a bills jersey and uh how weird is it because it's it's this reminds you free agency is is a funny it's a funny game because it it, it remind it brings you back to to remind folks that and this this is not just fans like myself and yourself but players themselves reminds you very quickly that this is a business this is a business you go three years you're facing your rivals if you will and I wouldn't say hating your rivals, but you know it's 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 a rival. Anytime that the Bills play the Patriots, you up, you get up for it. You know what I'm saying? You ready to nut and buck. And um, my guy, Damian Harris comes through, and uh, he'll be donning a Bills jersey. And uh, according to PFF, it's like this guy gets up to play the Bills. <laughs> he gets up to play the Bills. I mean, anytime that he's played the Bills, the guy he has a solid PFF rating. 
knock it off already. You know what I mean? Anytime that the Bills needed to play the the um, the Patriots, it was all right. We know it's, it's going to be a dogfight because Harris is going to get his. Ramondre Stevens is going to get his. So it's always going to be that type of dogfight. So um, welcome to the Bills, Damian Harris. The real question is, what does he bring to the Bills? Now, it brings us back because in with the new, out with the old. Well, my guy, Devin Singletary, has departed the Bills. We knew this was coming. This is not a shock. And, uh, and I'm glad he got picked up. It would have made me, it would have saddened me if he didn't get picked up until late or whatever the case is. But he got picked up on a one year deal for about 3.75 mil um, to the Houston Texans. So he'll be sharing the backfield once again uh, with their, what well, will be their second year player in Pierce, uh, and which is a damn good running back over there in Houston. What a pick that they, they decided to, to grab. They grabbed a really good one uh, in Pierce. Um, so salute to Devin Singletary. Now, I can't just kind of do a quick farewell to Devin Singletary. It, it doesn't work that way because you got to give this guy love. And, uh, and Devin Singletary has been a professional, right, from jump, always humble, always did his job. You can count on Devin Singletary. You can actually count on Devin Singletary. He's dependable, reliable. At, his, at a smaller frame, he worked on his, he, it, although height and stature, not a very big guy, but he worked on his frame because he knows the rigors of the NFL. He knows the rigors of the NFL. You saw what he did a couple years back where he just jacked up one summer because he knows that he's about to get that work. And Devin Singletary came into league with, uh, with <laughs> Papa Gore. Frank Gore was leading the way. And his rookie season at five foot seven, over 200 pounds, my man ran for 100, like over 700 yards rushing as a rookie running back. We're like, okay, we may have found a gem in Devin Singletary. Although I'm not saying he's not a gem. He is a gem, but just didn't, didn't, didn't become too, too, too bright of a gem for us uh, that we needed. But dependable, serviceable, reliable. He did his damn job, right? And Fred Gore obviously departs, and Devin Singletary takes over as a role, but then we bring in, obviously, Zach Moss, right? And the amount of running backs that we've brought in to, to help with the run game and do, Devin Singletary shielded everybody off. You can come here, you can try to take my job, but it's going to be very difficult for you to do it. And he held his own right up until the end. I really wish that he would have got a 1,000-yard season with us. It would have been cool. Um, last year would have definitely been the year to do that, but we were, we were sitting here bullshitting around. But at the, at the, for the most part, class act, my man, Z-Bot and I, uh, we met with him uh, this, this past summer, and uh, we had a chance to chop it up with him. If you haven't seen the interview, just type in Devin Singletary, Buffalo Fanatics. Go ahead and check that interview. It was dope. And uh, one of the questions I asked him, like, like we, don't, we, we got a lot of dogs on this team. And if I were to tell you what kind of dog, like, what kind of dog are you? My man said the Cane Corso. I said, that's a beautiful dog, man. You know what I mean? I had to look that thing up. I was like, oh, that's a nice dog. That's a good-looking dog. But salute to Devin Singletary. Uh, listen, man, good luck to you in Houston. I'm going to be rooting for you for sure. Any, any bill, I'm sure you guys all feel the same way. Any Buffalo bill that you like, that you've respected, right? Anytime they go somewhere, you want to root for them. Jerry Hughes, I was rooting for Jerry Hughes. I like Jerry Hughes. I was, rooting, I was rooting for him. He did really well. And the Houston Texans, 
saw something in Jerry Hughes and Jerry Hughes was like, yo, go get my mans. I don't know what happened, but they brought him over there. And uh, I'm really, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Devin Singletary do some really good things uh, in Houston. So salute to Devin Singletary, my guy. And uh, listen, man, all the best to you, my guy. All the best to you. Now, Damian Harris. What does Damian Harris bring to the Bills? Well, it's it goes beyond that because the type of the type of running back that you need in this NFL is one that's got the size to take on the blocks, to take on the the hits that you're going to constantly get. You've got to be smart enough to be able to play multiple positions. Potentially, I'll put you out in slot. I'll make you go out and catch the football. Right? You got to pass protect. You got to know your pass pros. Like, there's a lot of things that you've got to do as a running back. And that's why I feel like they're disrespected with the type of pay that they get because a, I'm, I'm, I got to set the pace. B I got to protect my quarterback. I also got to be a receiver. They're just, they're under, they're undervalued. They're undervalued and not always be uh, a champion for the running back position or champion for the running back position. I'll tell you that right now because they're undervalued, but there's so many of them. They're a dime a dozen. Well, I'll tell you, man, I, I have my I have my 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 reasoning before about why I love me a, a, a running back. But specifically, what we need for this team as a running back is the ones that are the big, the burly, the, the ones that can take the hits and the ones that can pass pro and the ones that can go between the tackles. Now, we have a, we drafted a running back in James Cook last year. We know what James Cook brings to the table. Smaller frame RB, about 190 pounds your speed right this size here is good it's good for a few traits in this game right getting out in the pass going out getting deep doing what you got to do to get open free in space and if you give him a crack he's gone he's a smaller frame guy so you need a compliment you need a compliment to your smaller frame guy so let me back it up a little bit when Devin Singletary was running the was running the show smaller frame guy we brought in a bigger buy a bigger back that's where zach moss comes in zach moss was supposed to be that bruiser back the business decisions guy right so when we brought him in stealing the third round we're like okay we got we got business we got a double double headed monster devin singletary and zach moss now it's not the it's not the ideal one-two punch that you want because you want speed and then you want power Right. And you had elusiveness and you had power, but you didn't have the speed in that backfield. So I think that's what we lacked. So in comes James Cook. So now you've got three backs. And as a GM, you want all your draft picks to pan out. You don't want them. You don't want to fail. It looks like a failure. Right. As a GM, it's a pride thing. So you want to you want to extend and you want to give as much opportunity to your draft picks as much as possible i.e. Cody Ford. Cody Ford got multiple opportunities to make something happen until they're like, all right, man, we got to cut our losses, man. You got to go, right? So James Cook gets drafted. Now we've got the speed, we've got the power, and we've got also the elusiveness. So one of you guys are going to have to emerge as the guy. They were pushing Zach Moss to be the guy. Even when, when Devin Singletary was there, they were, they were either in touches, they were even, they even tried to push Zach Moss even more to be that RB1 because he had the size, he had good speed, he could pass protect, 
What's missing? He just didn't have the it. Therefore, you got to go. Zach Moss traded to the Colts. So now, what you gain in in Damian Harris is what you should have had in Zach Moss. Zach Moss was supposed to be the guy that we needed to go between the tackles, pass protect, do all those good things, but he just didn't pan out. So went ahead and got Damian Harris. Damian Harris is what Zach Moss was envisioned to be, but it didn't pan out. So here comes Damian Harris. You're going to see the difference in Damian Harris. He will run between the tackles and he will run hard. You guys have seen what he's done to the Bills. You guys have seen what he's done to other teams. It's just what he does. He's he's a solid back. He will do work. You can't, you see the size on this man. You see the size. He's got quickness. He's got lateral movement. He can pass protect. He can be a very good fit for this Bills team. It's going to be a wonderful one-two punch that you're going to have between Damian Harris and James Cook. Catch out the catch out of the backfield, and he runs hard. That is what you want. That is what you want. You want run hard, north-south type of runner. And you're not going to bring me down with one hit. James Cook, on the other hand, he's not that guy. Because he's got his own set of skill sets. We need this in this backfield. We don't need JA-17 with 11 carries and 12 carries and 13 carries. We don't necessarily need it. It's nice, but we were doing it because we didn't have that, you know what I'm saying, that bruiser back that, that can take the pressure off of Josh Allen. Now, I can speak on Damian Harris all day, but I'm going to, I have a guest that's going to come on here and give us a little insight on what we will be getting from Damian Harris. And without further ado, give me a thumbs up when you're ready, my man. So I got my man, Ray Routh coming through. Ray, what's good? What's going on? Sorry, I'm late. I had a power outage here. Listen, this is perfect. This is a perfect timing. The segue was you couldn't have you couldn't have timed it any better. I'm not perfect. used to seeing Ray Ralph with no hat on. What's going on? Uh, yeah, because I was freaking out because I had no power and I was trying to get on your show through my phone and it turned into a whole thing. Listen, <laughs> I, I actually appreciate it because I like the I like Ray Ralph with no hat. This is this is a new a new look. I'm feeling it. It, it is. <laughs> Hair's not even it, done. <laughs> I, I love it. Let's don't even. I love when you guys do that. It's not even done. Let me just. Just brush me, it over. Let me just bit. brush it over. So, Ray, welcome to the show. I appreciate you. Friend of the show. He's been on the show multiple times. So this isn't new for you. Uh, my brother, talk to me, man. Damian Harris to the Bills. Um, I've been reading a lot of what Patriots fans have been saying. Uh, some of them are sad, and some of them are like some of them are like good riddance. You're 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 broken down, you fumble the football. Uh-huh. Is uh, any truth to this? Because I didn't see this. So right. talk to me. So the fumbles happened in 2021. So let's just relax. Okay. All right. Um, and they happen, I think, in the first four games of the season. Uh Mac Jones debut against Miami. He fumbled on the goal line with like 20 seconds left in the game. That would have won the game for, for I remember that. Patriots. Yeah. 2021, week one, Patriots fans. Uh, and then I think he fumbled again like week five. Relax. Um, I'm not worried about fumbles. Uh, so there's just a huge pros. There's one big con with Damian Harris and it's his durability. Mm. Uh, 11 games last year. I think he played 15 in 2021 yeah, and then 10 games in 2020. And that was the Cam Newton era when we really needed running back to be able to go with Cam. 
Uh, he's been a very good platoon back when they brought in Ramondre Stevenson. The two of them ran very, very well together. Extremely. However, he's going to the Buffalo Bills. Since 2020, the New England Patriots, even with Mac Jones, has been a primarily a running team. Yes. A lot of touches, a lot of carries. Damian Harris isn't going to have to touch the ball 25, 30 times a game in Buffalo. We know that's not going to happen, especially they're going to platoon there the way every every team platoons now. Nobody has a primary back unless you have Dalvin Cook or somebody of that nature, right? Got it. So I think he's a really good fit. He's a bruiser. Like, what did he average? Like 4.4 yards per carry last season. I think he's got a career 4.3 or something like that. I mean, the guy's amazing. He's an Alabama product. You know that Nick Saban likes his hard-nosed running backs, too. Durability, again, concerns me, but it doesn't concern me as much in Buffalo because his workload is going to be reduced. And I'll be real with you, dude. When I saw, what was it, $1.7 million for the year? $1.7 like man. I just went, huh, the Patriots couldn't match that. You know? Right. Like, um, so we're used to in, in New England just running backs just, just going through, right? They run their contract, true. and then you get someone new. They got Ramondre Stevenson. He's a beast. They drafted the other kid last year. He's a beast. So I understand why Belichick moves on from Harrison because it was getting crowded. But then they signed uh, What's-His-Face, who's a pretty good back, but he's more of a receiving back. He's going to replace James White. I don't think he's really going to be there to really run the football, even though he's versatile. But let's stick with Buffalo. Uh, I'm a big, big Damian Harris fan. I think he fits Buffalo perfect. Uh, pisses me off that he went to Buffalo. Like it's, it's if you realize it? the, the AFC East or everybody's just exchanging players this year. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's sickening. <laughs> like we're the new, like we're the Miami Patriots now. When you look at like all our all, all the way our team is starting to to build itself up. But um, no, I think Harris is the. You've got Cook, you've got Harris, and because Harris did have some fumble issues and a little right. bit of you know young in his career he can work with cook who struggled with some fumble issues and, and some ball security things uh in his young career and i think that the two of them can work together and now you've got two bruisers who can really take some pressure i think especially my god the games when you're up by 35 there's no reason Josh Allen should be running the football in the fourth Listen, quarter up by 35. <laughs> it, You've got two running backs that can carry the load. Um, and Harris is one of those guys. And don't forget, I mean, let's go back to the win bowl uh, back when mm -hmm. uh, I remember know, that yep. the famous Mac Jones game where he went two for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damon Harris torched you guys that entire game. Kill torched them. you. And he torched a lot of teams that year. Uh, he beat up on that good Cleveland defense. I think he just he bull rushed and bulldozed Miles Garrett. Like he, he can get a great year. Yeah, he can go, and he's a great player. He really, really is. And again, because I don't believe that he's going to have the type take the type of punishment like he did in New England, because you know you never say it this way, but he's protected by Josh Allen, and then he's not. I think his durability could be better. And then, of course, he can protect Josh Allen so you can actually have a reliable bruising back who you can trust in those games or a game like Cincinnati in the playoffs when they've taken, you know, they, they, they've taken, um, oh, my God, um, my mind is blank. So I the power out of just told me. You're talking about the running back? No, I'm talking about your your wide receiver, great oh, wide receiver. Diggs. I mean, Diggs. <laughs> you know, Cincinnati did, yep. did a great job taking Stephon Diggs out of the game. Really kind of disrupted Allen. That's, does, the, that's the perfect time 
You start giving the rock to Damian Harris. You force the safeties to come in. You open up that backfield, and suddenly you're back to Buffalo's game. And that's where I think he's going to be the big difference maker because you don't want to give up 12 yards a run. And that's what he'll do to you. If you want to, if you want to drop four, you know, two safeties back and you want to play two high man and you're gonna to get torched unless you have unless you have the best linebacking core in the league, you're gonna to get torched. And here here's my theory, and I want you I want your thoughts on this. Um I feel like a lot of folks, a lot of Bills fans feel like it's gonna be Damian Harris is gonna be the RB3. I see I sincerely believe Damian Harris is for sure RB2, and he's going to push for RB1 on James Cook. And I'm not saying he's going to be RB1, but I he, they're going to split the carries because of what he brings to the table, the type of runner he is and what James Cook is not. James Cook is a finesse runner. He is a in-space type of runner. When you want to close the game out, you put in a guy like Damian Harris and take away the pressure off of Josh Allen. So Damian Harris coming in, I really I really like this. I really like this addition. And you guys brought in Pierre Strong so Pierre, I mean, Pierre Strong pushed out Damian Harris. The injuries obviously didn't help last year. So Pierre Strong is going to be Pierre Strong and the Ramondre Stevenson um, combo, which I totally get. I think you guys got Kevin Harris as well as yes. the catching uh, back. Um, but I, I like this move. And it seems as though we got a good one with based on how uh, you're speaking of this. Um, as, as a Pats fan, when you see a Pats fan go, and uh, you know this is a business, but when you see them you know, venture off not too far, they stay in the AFC East. They go to Miami, they go to the Jets, they go to the Bills. As a fan, are you like, man, go F yourself? Or are you like, hey, man, I don't, it doesn't, I'm not one of those players that it bothers. Go do what you got to do. I know this is a business. Or are you somewhat bothered? No, but as you know me, I'm way more of just the more relaxed fan than a lot of morons that, that are Patriots fans. <laughs> yep. um, no, it doesn't bother. Kevin, or Kyle Van Noy, when he went to Miami, bugged the shit out of me. Oh, um, did it? Yeah, because he was a nobody in Detroit. He was almost out of the NFL. He came to the Patriots. Bill Belichick resurrected his career, and he talked a little bit of ish on his way out. Uh, he felt like he was a top linebacker in the NFL and mm. proved that he was he was a Bill Belichick linebacker that works on the New England Patriots and New England Patriots only. Um, <clears throat> I've seen the same argument made for one of my favorite Bills, Jordan Poyer, right? Like, yep. you know, send him to another team. He may not be the Jordan Poyer that everybody loves in Buffalo, right? And I think there is something to say about team fit, system fits, and the players around you. No doubt. Um, that one bothered me. The other guy, like Harris, like, no, like the Patriots could have re-signed him. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. Patriots could have easily, easily re-signed him, and they didn't. So, you know, I, I truth, I was surprised. I thought he was going to be at least 2.2, 2.3 million. I couldn't believe the 1.7. That maybe bothered me. I was maybe looking at Belichick going like, you didn't check out the market before you started, you know, before you made the decision. Um, but no, anyway, listen, Wes Welker, Miami Dolphin, we traded for him, was just yeah. one of the most impactful players we ever had. Big time. Um, uh, <laughs> Gilmore. You know what I mean? Rookie. I, you know, I'll tell you, you right know. now. I hated. I first of all, we. I mean, I liked Gilmore when he was with the Bills. Uh, yeah. I know that when he got drafted, he wasn't super thrilled to be drafted by the Bills, and he people want to say, "No, no, that's just the way his face is." Well, he's got serious RBF, and I can't stand it. <laughs> and when he went to the Patriots, I was like, "I am done with you, sir. I cannot stand it." And it's. I, th I think it's a little bit more for me when they go to the Patriots than like Mike Gillisley. That one hurt. When y'all took Mike Gillisley and we didn't match it, I was like. Ugh. Yeah, well, they, you won that one. 
<laughs> you won that he, one a mile. Dude, he didn't play as well as he thought he was gonna play over oh, there. Oh god, I was so excited for Gillisley too, and I was just oh, like, man. Oh, I was man, you guys and I was like, Argh! and and it worked out perfectly fine. But yeah, uh, but yeah, so was, like Gilmore, uh Chris Hogan, former yeah, dolphin, former former Bill, right? Uh was probably one of the most important people down that run in 16. Uh when the, when they beat the Atlanta, maybe not that game against the Falcons, but he was right. an important player that season, especially when Brady was suspended for those first four games and he was supporting Jacoby Brissett. And right, 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 um, right. you know, they call him 7 Eleven for a reason. He's always open. So to be that outlet guy, especially for young quarterbacks. So for me, and then we just got Mike Kaseki, you know, like uh, we're finally gonna and like Devontae movie, Parker. Yes. Our red zone, our red zone offense is going to be the best Miami t- offensive players that came out. You well, know, like you guys got to figure out what you guys are going to do at quarterback because uh, McCordy was like, listen, man, the locker room was split. It was Bailey Zap or it was Mac Jones. Which is it going to be? So you guys are going to have to. Dude, I want them to make a run at Lamar. So I just, I, 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 I wrote off. Everybody coming to the AFC East, number one. I'm sick of it. Everybody's making their way. Aaron Rodgers might make his way over here. Like just. Can you guys go into another division for crying out loud? It's Let us not, have our run. It's not might. He's going to be here. No, I know. Right? 20 years. Yeah. I, I fully admit that for 20 years, there was not a lot of strong product in front of the Patriots as they were making. Not run. a lot. And I got to enjoy a lot of bad Bills teams and a lot of bad Miami teams and a lot of bad <laughs> Jets teams. You guys get one run. The Patriots make the playoffs the next year with Mac Jones. And now, now you got to deal with 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 Tua, who's maybe coming on his own. But I mean, you got one of the Miami's got one of the better defenses in the NFL. And then, and then you got the Jets, who have a, a just disgustingly awesome. underrated defense. Oh my god! Offensive yeah. weapons through the roof, and now you're gonna have Aaron Rodgers throwing to bro. Them. It's it's crazy. The AFC East is is nasty. It used to be like it's a joke. It was the Patriots, and it didn't matter. Now that's a tough division. AFC, it's gonna rival the AFC North. As it one re- of the divisions. It really is. It's going to be more potential coming to the Patriots. I mean, sh- leave, man. Yeah, that. So that's been my. That's still my hope. Mac Jones, dude. I. You I know what? Uh, Mac Jones is who Mac Jones is. Uh, I I want to see him with Bill O'Brien this year, who can run that Josh McDaniels type of offense. Uh, I will. I, I don't love the kid, but. I've been convinced at least by some more, some different Pats fans who are kind of rational who said he did okay with McDaniels. Give him a shot with O'Brien before you write him off. You know, Bill, you know, absolutely. My, my only can, you know, the one thing you don't have to worry, all these rumors, like all the Patriots are a front runner for DeAndre Hopkins. Like, I don't know if anybody remembers what happened between Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins in Houston, but that yes, motherfucker not. is not going to go play for Bob <laughs> ever again. So I, can't see I can't see it happening either. Don't worry about him coming to the division. Uh, but yeah, dude, it, it's um, it's uh, first of all, congratulations on keeping Poyer. I thought that was a very important move for you guys Needed to keep to that defense intact, especially after losing Edmonds. Right, like Absolutely. that was uh, that was a tough blow. Uh, big draft for you guys. Big draft for you guys dude. this year. And you're you're now starting to. This is the part, right? You guys had your fun with a, with a low salary Josh Allen, and you know what I mean. And you got to bring yep. in Diggs. Facts. This is the this is the the, the part now. You're always going to be in it because you have Josh Allen, and the same way the Patriots were always in it because they had Tom Brady. But I went ten years as a fan without winning a Super Bowl, and I'm not saying that rubbing in, but I'm saying like get it that ten years. Yeah, they went to a couple. They had the under that. Okay, pass. Go 2007 forward. 
Brady carried them through a lot of games. Maybe they had a really good defense. But, I mean, I think there was a – I remember the never forget the one year. I think it was after the Super Bowl, the second Super Bowl they lost to the Giants, and his starting wide receivers were Kendrell Tompkins, Josh Boyce, and Julian Edelman. Like that was that was the. I always thought they disrespected Josh. Uh, they just they disrespected Tom Brady by not giving him, but he still made chicken salad out of chicken shit. I don't know how he did it, but when you're the greatest, you can do it. Yeah, and that's that's where you're at with Josh Allen now. But the Patriots, the Patriots, like if you go to 2020 when they lost Brady, it, Cam Newton wasn't the only problem on the Patriots in 2020. People keep going off. We would add Brady. I'm like, no. Did you look at that team? That team was the results of four years of terrible drafting because all of those players who were supposed to be coming into their owns were nobodies, nobodies. And when you're paying guys big money on other contracts, you need your rookies to come through. So it's, it's, I'm going to be watching this draft very, I mean, you know, let's, I want to see how your corner does this year, your rookie last year, who, who seemed to, yep. Yep. Um, a guy who I thought the Patriots were going to take, he was on the top of my list for the Patriots, but you know, we took Cole Strange, made sense first round, right? That's <laughs> listen. Your your GM. I'm not going to talk about your coach. I'm going to talk about your GM. Your yep. GM. I don't know what he what he's. I don't know how he does his business. He's a great coach, but when it comes to picking the talent for his team, very shaky, extremely and, shaky. And what I don't understand about it, to be honest with you. Look at what he does in free agency. Like, look at when he brings in the Kyle Van Noyce, who fit the system perfect. The Marquise Flowers, uh, the Chris Longs of the world, Gilmore, turns him into a defensive player of the year. It's like he knows how to evaluate free agents and knows like, okay, that guy might be, you know, Chris Hogan. Yeah, that guy might be the fourth receiver who's okay. I'm going to turn him into our number three, and he's going to fucking kill everybody in the slot, and we're going to move Julian Edelman up. I'm like, why can't you use that same skill set and look at the draft and say, "Hey, we'll take this guy and it's do just, this with him." It's just not in him, and I'm and I hope that he fails even more this year. But I mean, everybody's got some pressure. Even Brandon Bean's got some pressure this year. We got to hit on it. But ladies and gentlemen, listen. Ray came through, gave us some uh, some insight on Damian Harris. Came through and gave us some insight on his Patriots. Uh, I mean, I I want the Patriots to do well this year. Believe it or not, I want them to do well um, because right now it it goes Bills. Jets, Dolphins, or Dolphins, Jets, and then you got the Patriots, and and it somewhat feels good that you guys are at the bottom, so you guys kind of as fa- as fans feel what it feels like to to not have a, a franchise competing. Uh, although you still do compete, don't get me wrong, but just you're not on the level of the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins at this moment. But at the same time, I want you guys to do well because I want the division to be fun because I think the Bills right now are going to be tested heavily this year. They're not a shoe in to win the AFC East. They're going to be tested, so um, why not? Just, just admit it. It's 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 always better when the Patriots are near the top, <laughs> right? It's, like, because, it's, it's always good when the Lakers are near the top. It's just well, good. It's good for business. You know why? Because here's the thing, and I know you're trying to get me off, and I'll leave in a second. But yeah. here, here's here's the thing, man. Um, Bills fans were punching at me all season, right? Like all season, all Patriots, blah blah. blah. I was like, yo, I'm like, punch up. Like, punch at the Chiefs. <laughs> Do you understand you're beating up on the 2004 Bills right now? Like, right, right, right. I up on us? Like, <laughs> Leave us I, see, I see what's on the field, dude. I see what, like, you're not you're not saying anything to me that's surprising me whatsoever. And, and that is why I appreciate you, because you keep it a buck always, and uh, you're not too high, you're not too low, and you're even keel. And that's why I can always bring you on, and you can give me the good. So, Appreciate you always, man. Listen, let people know where, because somebody was asking, is this guy a Pats fan? 
Uh, they don't listen. This is a pass fan. He is the pass fan that I go to to get the real goods. But let people know where they can find you um, and where your content is. You yeah, got the Find me on Cryer Media, Cryer.co. I'm the sports writer over there. I cover the NFL for them. I write a lot of Bills content now, but I always work in some Patriot stuff into those uh, into those things. That's my passion. I got a podcast called Around the Horn every Wednesday at 7 p.m. over on the Cryer Media YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter. That's where you'll get my most outrageous takes at uh, DPN underscore Ray. Uh, and I'd like to talk a lot of shit to Bills fans. So we have fun. I'm, there it is. I have more just for your audience who doesn't know me. Yeah, I'm like the Patriots guy. I used to be the Patriots guy at one point, and 80 percent of my fucking followers on Twitter are Bills fans, and we just talk shit to each other all day. But as Rico said, it's all fun and games. It's all you. it's all fun, man. It's all love always. Uh, my man Ray doing his thing, and uh, I'm sure we will definitely chop it up sometime this season, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you, Rico. All right, man. I appreciate you. And that's my guy Ray comes through always showing love. Um, and he's one of the level-headed Patriots fans. There's a lot of dickhead Patriot fans out there, and uh, he is not one of them. He can be, but he's usually level-headed. And right now, he's got to he's got to eat humble pie right now because it's Patriots. I tried to be nice to him by saying I hope he, he they do well, but I hope they eat shit because they they made the Bills eat shit for a very long time. And uh, I was trying to be nice to my guest, <laughs> but now that my guest is back, I'm gonna talk shit behind his back. Um, but yeah, man. F those, F them Patriots, F the Jets, F the Dolphins, every last one of them. That's the way I roll. But anyway, uh, but you guys got a little bit of insight on Damian Harris. A lot of these fans talking about always oh, injury prone. I mean, injuries happen. That's part of the game, right? Maybe that's why his 1.7 million that he got is based on, hey, can you stay healthy? But here's the beautiful thing. Ray made a great point. He's not going to be getting 22, 25 touches, right? That's not the offense that we have here for our running backs. If he's lucky, he gets 11, 11 to 12, which sickens me. But that's just the offense that we have here with Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey doesn't value the RB position like some people do in some places. But this is not the NFL for that bell cow back, right? There's only a handful of those bell cow backs that you can keep in the game all day long. We don't run that type of offense. We just don't, right? When you got a guy like Josh Allen that will eat into the touches, I hope he eats less, but he will eat into the touches. Then you got a speed back in James Cook. You got another speed back that catches out of backfield in Naeem Hines. And now you've got your every down type of back in Damian Harris that can catch, that can pass block, that can do all those things. I mean, if I look at his pass blocking grades um, uh, for his career, let me just go back to it. I mean, he's you will see him a lot on, on third downs. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, he's got... According to PFF, like week one, 74, 76, 77, 72, 73, 74. Like the dude was, he did extremely well. He averaged 70 and above uh, for pass, uh, pass blocking grade. So uh, you will see him a lot on the field. Uh, so kudos to the Bills on signing Damian Harris. Uh, it's big. I hope that we, we, we come in and we start to solidify ourselves more in the run game i think it's necessary i think it's we owe it to josh allen i think we owe it to the offensive line we can't just keep making josh allen the staple you know what i'm saying and although he is he is the franchise he is the face of this team but you got to protect your asset now he's worth 40 mil a year you know what i'm saying you can't be just you know me trotting out your 40 million dollar man when you got a running back stable that's able to handle the load Right. They will let them do what they do. You don't need to continue to 
run down our franchise quarterback. It isn't necessary. Now, it's ingrained in Josh. He's going to want that rock. He's an alpha freaking male. He's an alpha athlete. He's going to want that rock. But this is where Ken Dorsey comes in and says, hey, brother, I know you want to do this. I'm going to sprinkle in a couple runs for you. But we, we, we're paying these guys for a reason. We drafted a second rounder for a reason. We just paid this guy 1.5 for a reason, 1.7 for a reason, right? So let's 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 find a way to get these guys the the ball in the right scenarios, the right situations, and that way we can we can go back to being or we can strive to being a balanced offense. And because a lot of times we weren't balanced, we were unbalanced because we always leaned on 17 to do it all, right? Third and seven. Right. Can't find what he wants. Guess what? Guess who's taking off to get that first time and taking a shot at the same time. So we got to manage ourselves a little better, in my opinion, and go from there. Now, here's the thing about Damian Harris coming to the Bills, too. Right. Not only will he not be getting as many touches, so it's going to save, you know, me save his body. But we have a very good medical staff, man. Although last year's injuries were, were out of out of hand, which is an anomaly because we normally are a pretty healthy damn team. The last several years, if you look. We brought it. We, I mean, the weight room is one of the best in the league. We got one of the best medical staffs. You saw what happened on the field with, um, with uh, Demar Hamlin, how we acted, and we got him, and he's going to be playing football again. Like we got a great squad. So him coming over to the Bills, it's a good fit. It's a very good fit. So I like, I like this Damian Harris signing. Kudos to Brandon Bean. Is he done? The question is, is he done? Is he done with making moves? Is he done? um until the draft right it's not like we have a whole lot of money left <laughs> you know what i'm saying we're probably sitting at 11 mil if that so um do we make another restructure who do you restructure i really don't want to restructure um deon dawkins i really don't want to restructure uh trey white i really leave those guys alone do not kick the can down the road for those two brothers so where's their room right so shout out to um Shout out to uh, Damian Harris coming to the Bills. I'm looking forward to seeing what he brings to the team. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun that we got a bruiser back that can punish, punish a lot of these defenders because you're going to have to now make a decision. Do you want to stack the box? Because if you stack the box, you already know what's going to happen. Diggs is going to eat. And which brings me to my next, to segue into my next topic, is the receiver room. And we just we just brought in Trent Sherfield and uh, Trent Sherfield is a uh, an, a surprise addition. Um, he is he is one of those things. He's one of those players where he's been around the league, played for the Cardinals, went to went to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins fans really appreciated him. They liked him a lot. They liked him a lot, and he's at the point now where the fact that he's on the Bills. It's got these Dolphins can these Dolphins fans kind of bothered. They're like, damn, like we really thought he was gonna come back. But the Dolphins were like, we're good. They got uh easy Q, whatever his name is over there, and they really love what it is. So um we we shall see how this plays out. But what does Trent Sherfield bring to the Bills? Right? We just we already know about Deontay Harris. Oh, excuse me, Deontay Hardy. We know what's good with Deontay Hardy. He know we know he's a smaller frame guy, five foot six. But what he brings to this team is speed, 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 and rack the ability to catch that football and and do crazy work. Now I can speak on Sherfield, but I don't know Sherfield well. 
And that's why you have to have friends around the league. You got to have friends that that know these players very well. And um, there's only one person that I trust that can give me the goods. And that's my guy, Kevin, which I'm going to give my man Kevin a call right now. And Kevin's going to give me a few minutes Hello? of time to talk on it. Kevin, how are you, my man? Not bad, buddy. What's going on? I'm very well. Are you eating your, are you eating your Sichuan uh, Chinese food right now? I am, yeah. Excellent. How was it? It was pretty good. Not bad? Not bad. I like it. It's not bad. I like it a lot. Well, listen, man, I'm not going to keep you long. I said I was going to keep you a few minutes. Uh, I need I need the goods, man. Give me the goods on Mr. Trent Sherfield. what he brings to the Bills, <coughs> what you will miss from him from the Dolphins, and uh, and how, how Dolphins fans are truly feeling about this. So let's start with this. What did he bring to the Dolphins that you guys liked so much? So, man, I'm on the phone. I feel like Jeff King. What? But um, Jeff King, you, the you, man. you bring it like Jeff King. Jeff King brings it every time. So you got you gotta, oh, no. big shoes to fill. Yeah, no, no, no one can bring it like Jeff. <laughs> um, so Sherfield. So what he brings to the Dolphins? That's right. What did he? Do, what did he bring to the Dolphins that you guys appreciated about? Although his blocking. Time. Talk. To yeah, him. he's an elite. I know it's not sexy, and I know people don't really tend to care too much about it. But like, it's hard to understate how good of a blocker he is. Like, he was a better run blocker than our tight end. So, like, we would, like, sub out. Usually, Gasicki, who's not a good tight end, but we'd, oh, sorry, a good blocker. So, we would sub him out and put Sherfield in to, like, block. Like, this dude will come back and hit linebackers. So, it's, he's really good for that in the red zone. Um, that's probably where we'll miss him the most. He's a good special teamer, uh, like, punt gunner. Like, he played on four special teams uh punt protector sometimes like <clears throat> he's very versatile in that role as a receiver to me he's more of like a slot guy Is he? um he's more of a slot guy okay. yeah he's not like super fast like he's got decent speed he had that one big play against the 49ers so they show that highlight over and over of course but other than that he was more of like um Oh, I know what'll piss Bill's fans off. He's more of like a reminding me a bit of a Jarvis Landry, um, mm, like a okay. possession, shorter over, possession, possession guy. guy. Okay, but I mean like tough. You know what I mean? Like he'll catch the ball, he gets rocked, and he keeps moving. So, um, and he's not a small Dolphin, guy. He's not a small guy. Either. No, no, he's a good size. Yeah. yeah. So he's um, like yeah, he's not like a vertical threat, but he has some some ability to run after the catch, but most of that number was inflated by that one catch against the 49ers. Okay, gotcha. uh, good hands, except for when he dropped the touchdown against you guys. That yeah, I remember that. Still a piss off. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he's got pretty good hands. He's not afraid to get hit. So like he's good over the middle. He'll take the shot and, and uh, usually come down with it. So that's, that's in to encapsulate in a nutshell. That's pretty much it. Like he's special team standout elite run blocker, solid hands um if you guys ever threw a perimeter screen he, he'd be actually you do sometimes the digs he'll be really good on that I like um that. and then that you know third down you need the guy to go across the middle he'll catch it i'm a big fan of that so so my my next thing to you now becomes him coming to the bills and you already you kind of you someone know our depth uh obviously it goes digs and then davis and who knows if Shakir takes that third spot. So 
Is he receiver three, receiver four? Does he even make the squad? Um, is it one of those situations? Like, talk to me. Like, what are your thoughts on on him and where he he fits his depth? Can he well, push to be to get more playing time? What are your thoughts? Maybe it depends on you know. It's hard to say how well Shakir's going to develop, right? Right, right, right. He showed flashes, but then I assume there's also a reason why he wasn't playing so much. If he was really good, would they have brought in? Beasley. I don't mean overall. I just mean in his progression as a player last year, right? right, right. You don't you normally sign a guy and put him in your starting lineup like three quarters of the way in through the year um, for any, no reason. So <clears throat> I'm not quite sure. But if just based on like some of the other guys, uh, I, sh- I assume he's going to make the roster because you do need, you know, those guys that can cover your kicks. Yep. You know, picture like a, time. yeah, like a better receiver a better receiving Jake Kumaro. You know what I mean? Like a little, he gives you a little bit more of the receiver room than Kumaro does. Um, It's hard to, what's his name now? Hardy? Yeah, Hardy, right? Deontay Harris is Hardy now. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hardy's got more like, he's more of a vertical threat. Um, but Sherfield's going to be more physical. So it's a tough to see how, how that, uh, pans out because if I were the Bills, I would covet the vertical guy a little bit more considering that Gabe's more of a, you know, bigger body guy. Shakir's a quick lateral guy. Yep. So Hardy's kind of like your John Brown role, right? Absolutely. And Johnny, so, my man, Johnny Blaze comes in and says, uh, Sherfield, I mean, obviously a big-time special teamers. That's what we were just speaking on. He has 741 snaps over four years and produced 28 tackles. Uh, he finished inside the top 15 special teams tackles each of the last three seasons. So, I mean, obviously he's going to be a big part on the special teams. We're already stacked on special teams. Tyler Matakavich, now we, we've got him. We've got uh, Saran Neal. Um, Kumaro most likely is gone. If I, I think he got signed. I'm not even sure if he got signed or not, but I know he ain't coming back. And Taiwan Jones, I mean, it's like – Death taxes and Taiwan Jones is probably going to be signed to the Bills once again to be special teamer. So who knows how that plays out? But uh, it is what it is. But Kevin, uh, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you be in eat your Chinese food and be with your lady. But I appreciate you always, buddy. And uh, when you come to uh, to Halifax, we're gonna chop it up, man. We're gonna have some fun. Sounds good, buddy. All right, buddy. Have a one. All right, take care. All right, and that's my guy, Kevo. Always showing love to. Uh, the, the Buffalo Fanatics, you know, man, that's you, you guys know Kevin Papa Peck, Mr. Kevin. So um, good addition, a good addition, not a crazy addition where you're like, oh, he's going to be that dude. Because a lot of times when we have someone new to the team, Bills fans start making things up in their mind that this guy's going to be that dude. Right. 
I mean, Deontay Hardy, I just saw, I saw somebody say Deontay Hardy is going to be receiver three. Oh, <laughs> Kalusha Kears chop liver now. Deontay Hardy comes in. He's now receiver three. So we start to kind of, we start to kind of get a little, a little out of whack a little bit. Let, let the camp play out. Let all those things play out because you just never know. Sometimes someone emerges where you're like, where did that person come from? Right. So we will see how that plays out. But uh, I'm so glad that uh, my man Johnny came through and uh, gave those stats. I mean, 741 freaking uh, special team stats in the last four years. So, you know, he's, he knows his way around special teams. And that's the way you got to make these teams these days. If you show what you got in special teams, you have an ability and a, an opportunity, excuse me, to make a squad and get an opportunity to get on the field. Right. And that's what happens with uh, Trent Sherfield. So, um, the Trent Sherfield signing is a good one. I'm not like, oh my goodness, what a, you know what I'm saying? It's just a big, a nice piece added to the squad. He's going to be a contributor on special teams for sure. And he'll make his way onto the offense here and there. Do we stop pursuing the receiver position? Heck no, we don't. We still have to pursue the receiver position because if you, the last time I checked, the Jets have a very damn good defense and two solid corners. The last time I checked, the Dolphins just locked down you know what I'm saying? Two solid quarters, and, and Jalen Jalen freaking Ramsey's coming through, and he's going to bring an extra bit of sauce to the Dolphins. So we got some work to do, and if you think for one second that we should be satisfied with Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis and, uh, and Khalil Shakir and say, you know what, let's run it back with the regular folk, nah, you got nothing coming because you got to give your guys some help. You know what I'm saying? Because they will double team. Stefan Diggs, and now we're going to find out what's really good. So we, we, I don't want to find out because I know what we got in, on, on Gabe Davis. I know, and I'm not saying it's as a bad thing. I know what we have in Gabe Davis. I don't know what we have in Kalusha Kier, and that's the thing. I mean, I was, I was going back on YouTube, and I, I saw something where they compared um, Kalusha Kier to light Debo Samuels. He's Debo Samuels light. So – Great comparison. I'd like to see more of it. So maybe we get that aspect of his game this year coming. And he he plays outside, he plays inside, so we'll see how this plays out. But I, for one, am not giving up on bringing a receiver to this squad. But I don't want to just talk about this thing by myself. I got to bring on my brother, my guy, and uh, he just has to give me the, the, the thumbs up and I'll bring him on. And we go on from there. So ladies and gentlemen, Revy Rev. What's up, Rico? <laughs> what is going on, boss man? How's everything? Man, everything's good, man. How you doing? It's good to see your light-skinned face, brother. Let's let's go. Know. I see it. I see it. <laughs> uh, I gotta read this super chat real quick before we get into our chat. Yeah, yeah. My man James come through with a super chat. What up, James? James is Canadian, I can tell because uh obviously you, you see the CA. Um, and they always charge us a little more when we do super chats, don't they, James? I hate that anyway, but I appreciate you always, James. Uh Rico, what's your plan for our linebacking core? Right now, we have the smallest linebacker core in the NFL. Wagner, the draft, preach it. Lin, what does that say? Does it say Lind, Lindman's? I have no idea. I, I'm not sure what's, what you're trying to say, is. but I know you're, not, you're trying to fit it in the characters. I apologize if I'm butchering it. But let's talk about the linebackers, and I'm, and I'm glad you brought that in because right now, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this right now, man. I was talking to Bobby, and Bobby's like, well, with these moves that we made in free agency, running back, two mm -hmm. receivers, Filled a, we patched a hole on the old line with uh, McGovern. It only makes sense for us to go and get a linebacker. Yeah. Um, so, 
let me just tell you. Let's let's talk about who we have on our squad. Mm-hmm. At Milano, Tyler Matikavich. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, uh, Mr. Bernard, right? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Bernard sounded like a damn substitute teacher. <laughs> hey, yo, somebody, somebody was like, yo, it's like Mr. Bernard, settle down, class. You know what I mean? That's the, that's, what <laughs> that's what he looks like. That's what he looks like. So uh, we got Bernard in the building, and then we've got Balen Specter. And Tyrell so, Dotson, we just we, uh, and, signed and we just back in. the one-year deal with Ty- yeah. Tyrell Dotson, which Tyrell Dotson is a damn good linebacker. Yeah, He's man, no sleep. When he got his opportunities to come in the game, this guy was – he had like over 10 tackles in, in every, yeah. every time he, he jumped in the game. So he's no scrub. But mm-hmm. we lost a perennial linebacker. Uh, perennial? Can I say perennial? Did we? We lost a very good linebacker. Did we, though? I was about to say. <laughs> we, lost, we lost a very good linebacker in Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. And Tremaine Edmonds is about yeah. to do work. Uh, in Chicago, in Chicago, so right. we can't we can't just just fill the void with the undersized Bernard. Mm-hmm. We can't just fill the void with uh, with lack of speed in in um, in Tyrell Dotson. Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing at this linebacker position? Are we drafting linebacker? Uh, is there a linebacker in free agency that we should still pursue? The more days that pass, the better it looks. Mm-hmm. And the better it will be for the Bills. So guys like, for instance, Bobby Wagner, which hasn't been picked up yet. Mm-hmm. The longer he goes on the market, the more the more chance he's going to take that one year deal, and it's a cheap one year deal. Yeah. So are you in on a free agent linebacker, or man, mm-hmm. let's draft and get someone young, and go from there. And I and I have not looked at the prospects, so I'm going to apologize yeah. to everybody. Don't ask me who with what prospects do you like. I have not. I haven't. Di- I haven't dived into that just yet but if you have talk on it is there any linebackers you're looking at yeah so so i hear everybody talking about you know hey well let's go get bobby wagner and you know the free agent market and this and that and and you know and and while i get it i understand it but i think that's why they signed tyrell dodson you know like i think tyrell dodson is the free agent linebacker that you get um bean, bean is not gonna he's not gonna spend money on a linebacker in, in this offseason to really come in and, and and be the you know the middle linebacker replacing Tremaine Edmonds. He's not gonna do that. Um I think he's gonna he 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 brought in Dodson because he's familiar with this game and played very well on right. uh, spot duty when he had to. Um and I think what he's gonna do now is he he's he's looking to replenish that position with youth in the draft. I I think th- because there's a few guys in the draft um, namely a couple of guys that, that are really at the top. Um, you've got Drew Sanders from, from Arkansas, and the guy that I really like is Jack Campbell from Iowa, um, who the Bills can get either in day one and day two. And right, I think right. they're, they're going to look to, put, to plug one of those guys in um, as their middle linebacker. I really like Jack Campbell. That's uh, If you haven't taken a look at him, I, I, I highly recommend you go, you go check, check him out. Yeah, Jack Campbell from, like Iowa. Golly, Jack from Iowa. Golly. From Iowa. From, yeah, from Iowa. The guy yeah, is – Thank you. When, I would have thought the same thing. When you when you when you look at when you look at a lot of these linebackers that are coming out now, um, there, there are, are the smaller stature, right? They're about you know six one, six two, two thirty, and some change. And so you kind of you, you miss the size that Tremaine Edmonds brought with 6'5", 250, 255. Right. They, they don't really make those kind of linebackers anymore with that athleticism until Jack Campbell <laughs> came really? out. Jack I Campbell is he's camp. every bit of six four, six five, two fifty. Okay, oh, he's he's a, he's a big he's a big boy. He's a big Any boy. Run. And he can run. Yeah, he. I think he ran a four six. Um, okay. uh, he's not. He's not. Tr- tr- Tremaine Edmonds he's... ran a four five. So I mean, what's a tenth of a 
you know, of yeah, a, yeah, of you're a right about you know what I'm that. saying? So, so, um, and, and he's, and he's, he's, he doesn't have the same length as Tremaine. Um, but I think arms are like maybe three inches apart. You know, I think Tremaine had like 34 inch arms and this guy has yards, like yeah. 31 and some change or yeah. whatever. But where you, but where you see, where you see Jack Campbell, um, in my opinion, excel, especially when you look at Tremaine, when he first came in is in his, 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 uh, his instincts, his read and reaction, his instincts. This guy is, is a phenomenal instinctual linebacker. He's a, he's, he, he can go downhill in a hurry. Um, he he reads like plays that. very well. I like that. But he's an but he also can go sideline to sideline and can drop back in coverage very well. Um, so so I, I love him. He's not he's not a burner, but but you know, I mean I, I see like David talking about yo, David Stevens says yo, but he's slow. Tremaine Edmonds, man, like he wasn't like this burner linebacker, you know what I'm saying? Like he he just wasn't that guy. And so I think they have that, they have the speed in in in, in Milano. Um, but having a guy like 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 Campbell, he can he can play he played middle linebacker in Iowa. He just has the chops, man. He he has the the mental uh, aptitude. He has all of that. He has the instincts. He's very smart, very intelligent. Um, I like and he's it. a big dude, so he's not gonna. So you're not gonna, you're not gonna get a smaller linebacker like like let's say the size of uh, Matt Milano or smaller, and 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 be compromised in the run game. You know what I'm saying? So like this guy can you be stout. He can be like stout that. on the run, and he can and he can play coverage. So I, I really like Jack Campbell a lot. What say you about people that are like, yo, I'm sick of us going defense, 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 defense. Mm. We've go defense every freaking time in first round. Can we knock it off already? And I ask you this because if for some reason it gets to pick 27. Yeah. I think we're picking 27, right? Yeah, 27. And you go through and you are you taking BPA? And by BPA, you see the name B. John Robinson sitting there. Oh, man. Mm. And I had to ask myself this question today. I was like, yo, what would? So I just signed Harris. I have a second round pick in James Cook on the team going into his second year. I just traded for Naeem Hines. And now I have an opportunity to draft a, I could say, I'll use this word for now, a generational type running back. Yeah. Yeah. Do you skip on that because you've got three running backs in the, in the backfield or do you grab the short talent that you know, that can take this offense to another level and take the pressure off of Josh Allen, take the pressure off of this defense, and take the pressure, quite frankly, off mm -hmm. of Ken North. A yeah. lot of times when you have a running back that can run the football, catch the football, it takes a lot of pressure off of your offensive coordinator because whatever this guy does with the football is gold. So right. he's there at 27. This goes for the chat. Man, this also tough. goes for the chat. At 27, the Bills have an opportunity to grab B. John Robinson. Do you pass on that? Because Dude, of what you have right now and what you signed, or do you say, you know what, best player available? I gotta grab him. That's so that's so hard, man. Because, uh, like like Harris complicates things, right? But at the same time, when you look at it, he is he's only signed for a one year deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he's not guaranteed any any time behind uh, past this year. But man, like it's oh, dude, that's it, that's hard, man. Because if 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 you were to draft Bijan, like like what is your what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Because you have to you have to give Bijan enough carries to justify drafting them in round one. Correct. You've got you've got a guy that you just drafted in round two a year prior, and James Cook, who has to get carries. Mm -hmm. Um, and and and, and you know having Bijan, you know, is, is going to stunt the development of James Cook and really make it look like why did you even draft the guy in the first place? You know, Damian Harris is sitting there. You just you just spent some some money for him. I think I think it is as hard as it is, and you know, you know, I man, I love backs, dude, and especially a guy like Bijan. 
I think you have to pass, man. Like, wow, I don't know. I, I think you do, that. dude. I, it's it's tough, man. Like, like I don't want to, and, and I don't, I don't even want to be in that position. To be honest, man, because it really complicates the backfield. Unless you're willing to put a guy, you know, uh, in and activate him, you know, like 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 Harris. You just you just spent a guy. You just spent a million. So, however much money you spend on him, and you just deactivate him, you know, for for, for the whole year. Like, like that's the only way it really makes sense. But does it though? Like that's that's tough, man. So and here's the thing. There, I'm gonna and I'm and I'm, I'm gonna dude. yeah, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Blakely always he's always on my ass. So here you go. How do you get Buffalo Fanatics commentary excited? Yeah, Talk about running back in the first yeah. round. Well, here, yeah. here's the deal. Uh, I got my heart broken last year when uh I know I know Reese Hall went to the Jets, right? I was heartbroken. Yeah. I was like, no, I invested my time in my you know what I'm saying, my resources yeah. and looking them up anyway. But when you have a Ladanian Tomlinson type of back, yeah, that's, that's hard, man. B. John Robinson. If I were to tell you this is Ladanian Tomlinson, no, but we have Harris and we have um we have James Cook, and we don't know what James Cook is gonna be into yeah. honestly, because at 190 pounds, uh how like I mean right, he's not gonna be your bell cow back ever, but this is not a league of bell cow backs, right? You just don't you don't have that. But do you pass on that? To me, you don't pass on that shit. You take That's that tough, man. You take that if he's your best player available, especially when you look at what we're what we're doing. Where where do we lack in that game against the Bengals? We couldn't do diddly oh, squat no offensively. We couldn't do diddly squat offensively. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because our defense couldn't hold up. I mean, we had some, we had our moments, but like we just couldn't match up offensively. They just had us. They mm-hmm. had us, and we just had no no answers. The one person you can somewhat not have an answer for is a running back because they're so unpredictable. You can never know what this running back is going to do because it could break out any moment, right? Mm-hmm. So. We solidified somewhat the offensive line. You gotta grab a Bijan Robinson at twenty-seven, but it's it's, it's a you tough. Don't, you it's don't a take a running back man. first round. Oh, I don't care about that. I would take a running back in round one easily, especially at twenty-seven. That's, that's especially not even at twenty-seven because that's, yeah, that's not even an issue. Bijan, man, is he's a generational type of back. Let's just say he's one of the best ones to come out in a very long time. It would be extremely hard for me to pass on him. I, I it it would be tough. Like I, I would. It is tough. I don't that's know. Ask the question. Yeah, yeah. I, that's it, why I ask the question. But you know, there's there's somebody that I do like. Of course, he's not Bijan, but this is me assuming Bijan is not even going to be there. Okay, he's probably not. He's it, probably not. Yeah, it's it's this guy right here, man. It's Roshan Johnson. It's, this is backup, um, and so like, and, and Roshan is a six six foot two twenty four five guy. Um, he's 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 a pounder bruiser kind of running back too, man. So if if he's there, you know, you can probably get him mid to late rounds. We'll see. Um, and, you know, yeah, we'll see. But we'll Bijan there is it's going to be tough to turn. It's it's, yes, it's going to be tough to pass on him, man. So uh, let, let's let's kind of flip the script a little bit because uh, we got some we got some good news to share. Um, Jordan Poirier has returned. Jordan Poirier is back, um, and quite frankly, at the beginning I thought he's as good as gone. He is as good as gone. And uh, and then uh, a little birdie told me that listen, man, he don't think that he's gone, man. There's a very good possibility he comes back to Buffalo because that's where he actually wants to be. Uh, but he, he's got to do what he's got to do to go see what he's got out there. Were you surprised that we brought him back? And were you surprised at the money we brought him back at? We got um, him for two years, 12 mil. I think we got no, him like seven mil guaranteed. I wasn't surprised at, at the money or, or um, the fact that we brought him back. I was surprised that he actually came back. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that he was gone. 
Um, I, I just didn't see a way, especially, I mean, I, I thought the market was going to be even, even better, you know, for, for, for Poirier and, and it, and it kind of sucks that it just wasn't, you know, what he may have anticipated earlier on. Um, but I thought he was gone along with Tremaine. I, 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 I knew Tremaine was gone. Um, and, and Jordan Poirier, I just thought, you know, especially the talk and the conversations, and then, you know, you have his wife talking, I just thought for sure this was it. Um, Bean didn't sign him. He didn't extend him in the year. He, he's just going to go ahead and let him walk and, and, right. and try to test it, you know, hit the draft. So when he came back, I was extremely shocked and surprised. And then the numbers, I was like, okay, this is this is that bad. I mean, I really hate it for the guy because I think he deserves a lot more than that. Right. Um, I think he's only getting nicked just because of his age, to be honest. Not, not for not, not for his play, man. Like his his you know, if, if you erase his age and you just look at his play, he's he's worth well more than what he than what he got paid. You know what I'm saying? So um I love it because I, I was on record as saying that you know Jordan Poyer is the defensive leader of his team. You know he is that guy. He is he's a uh, the emotional leader, but he's he's just the defensive leader. Like like it wasn't Tremaine Edmonds, it was Jordan Poirier, and 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 we saw it last year. Um, the Bills were undefeated when Jordan Poirier was playing until we got into the playoffs, and you know um, he's just that valuable to the team. So to have him back with Micah Hyde, um, assuming that he's going to be back, you know, fully healthy and everything's going to be good, that is a huge huge sigh of relief for the defense. It is a sigh of relief. And now him coming back. And and Jordan Poirier solidifying it with with uh, with Mike Hyde coming back off an of injury. There's still mm-hmm. a lot of question because you're coming. You you got a safety that was banged up. 32. Yeah. He's going to be 32 years of age. Uh, did he take a step back last year? I don't think so. I thought he played pretty damn solid. Um, right. Obviously nicked up. Obviously you're going to have some issues. Mike Hyde coming back from injury. There's still a, it feels good, but there's still some uncertainty. Back oh yeah. There. Oh, so yeah. we need some certainty and. The biggest void in our defense is the middle of the defense, which is a linebacker position. And I got to mm-hmm. go back to it because we need to address that heavily because if teams are going to listen, you got Brees Hall in our division. You got now you got Ramondre Stevenson and you got Pierre Strong. That's going to be running, running the rock really well. Patriots, Patriots always run the wall. Mm-hmm. Ball really well. You got the Miami Dolphins that ran the ball well last year. They're going to run. They're going to eat in the middle of the field. Jeff mm-hmm. Wilson and Raheem Moster coming back. Yeah. Listen, we need a general. We need a field yeah. general in that if we have to grab a guy like Jack Campbell that you were mentioning, I think it's necessary. Terrell Dotson, although cool, with the type of firepower that's coming our way, I just can't see it happening. And I'm looking at, and I want to take a look at the free agents. I'm, I'm just pulling this up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Let me see, where are my free agents? There we go. I'm looking at the free agent linebacking linebackers available, still available. And mm-hmm. I can't see them generating a lot of money right now. I just can't. Uh, let me just hold up on the position here. Linebacker. Let's go and check this out. Because obviously, Bobby Wagner is is probably cream of the crop. Right. When it comes to that. Right? So, you got... Let me see here. Boom, boom, boom. So, man, Tremaine Edmonds got $18 million a year. Yeah, Tremaine got paid, dude. Like... He I'm, got, I'm he looking got, at that, I'm like, golly, man, unbelievable. So, uh, anyways, I, I just saw Tremaine Emmer's name, and I was just like, holy crow. So, here's the deal you got Bud Dupree still available, he's outside linebacker. We can't have we don't, we don't need that. Deion Jones, I, I swear, I somewhat heard us talking about Deion Jones, but smaller linebacker, safety converted to linebacker, mm-hmm. not happening. Bobby Wagner still available, right? Um, and I'm looking at inside guys. There's not a whole lot. We might no, have man. To actually hit. I mean, you got Denzel Perriman, but he he ain't no. that. 
so that, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Terrell Dotson was that guy. Yeah. We we might we really might have to just hit that draft and really go hard at it. So yeah, yet again, Bills will be doing defense in the first round. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like, am I a fan of it? No. But when I look at at what Bean has done so far in free agency, and then looking at at kind of the, the you know where you anticipate some of these these prospects to fall in the draft. Of course, it's a crapshoot, right? But but man, when you look at it, it's it's going to be very hard not to find a defensive player especially a guy like jack campbell or drew sanders out of arkansas sitting there at 27 and you're not selecting i know we've been going defense but it's not like they're doing it on purpose it's not like they say you know what defense round one is going to be it no man I, th- I think had had free agency gone a little, little bit differently you know then i think offense would have been it but um I, I felt like this free agency it needed they needed to just they needed to go all out and get as much offensive weapons as they could and then and then fix the defense you know in the draft um, well, especially gonna, at, at linebacker position. I'm gonna tell you this, man. At at I mean, he I mean he's not gonna he he may he may not, but right now the market value they're saying uh on spot track is about 10 mil, like 9.3. Is it for Wagner? I don't for Wagner. I don't know if I'm ready to pay 9.3 million dollars for a middle linebacker at age 32. You know what? I'm done with spot track, man. Because I'll tell you why. Because um <laughs> earlier you like like a few weeks ago, bro. I was I was doing I was doing I was doing my show and uh and I had I had made mention of of what I think the bill should do in the free agency. And I said, you know what? They need to reallocate the money that they would spend on Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer and put it on the offense. Spot track had, had uh, both Poyer and Edmonds at 11 mil average annual salary. 11. Mm. Tremaine Edmonds busted out at the, at the window, 18. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it wasn't even close. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it, it is tricky. I think it they're very tricky. conservative on their numbers. Some guys man. get underpaid, and some guys get way overpaid. Yeah, um, yeah. I think in Tremaine's his age. Yeah. And and he, but here's the thing, man. I'm looking at this, and if we do sign Wagner, great. Maybe he's just not the fit that we need. Maybe we they're they're trying to find a way to get something a little different from what Milano brings to the table. A little yeah. bit more of a thumper, because that's what we we lack. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We lack nasty, and Tremaine Edmonds was a good linebacker, but he was he wasn't nasty, man. He, he wasn't, wasn't nasty. nasty. Uh-uh. So we need some nastiness. We need a guy that I mean, I'm not saying it, there's nobody like Ray. Ray Lewis. Let me show is you this. Yeah, show me, show me what you got. Let me but show you this, man. You're not gonna get so a this, Ray. This, this is Jack Campbell. This is Jack Campbell. This is Jack Campbell. I haven't, I haven't yeah, seen much Jack Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, that's it. Look, look at look at him drop back in coverage, man. All right, so much interception. He's a big boy. Again, six five, two fifty. Ran a four six, Tremaine ran a four five. In a Buffalo defense with Von Miller coming off the edge when he does come yeah. back, Greg Rousseau, Jack Campbell kid. Yeah, I mean, with a name like that, I man, that's a that's a. I mean, there there's a few guys, man, on Iowa that I think the Buffalo Bills will be highly interested in. I, I think they. I mean, there there's some good ones. Um, Jack Campbell's one of them. Just check him out again, man. Look at look at him. His 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 instincts, bro. Now watch him drop back in coverage. Watch check this out. Play playmaker, Jack Campbell, Jack- huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> and so, so we got to figure out if he's taking any visits to the Bills, and that's the thing, right? We got to pay attention to that because that's very important. How many? I think he has. Has he visited with? And has there any? Has there been yeah. formal visits? That's the big one that we got to see. But linebacker, I feel like a lot of people are like are oh, sick of going uh, drafting a defense. Listen, whatever makes us freaking team great, do it. Yeah. Whatever makes the team great. If they feel good about what's at running back position, especially with who's calling our plays and they need to solidify that defense and you bring that nasty, then bring it. 
bring the nastiness. Yeah, he, that's the way I look at it. You can't you can't go. You don't want to do you not you don't want to you don't want to skip on that. You don't want to skip on that if that makes your defense better. If it elevates everybody else, especially because we're buttoning up the back with Boyer and Hyde, and you got to bring in a nice young back. Mm-hmm. And if he's you nasty, right like there, man. he is. She like I love that play up. right there because see, like he, he he's not gonna get washed up by the offensive lineman. Look 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 at Jack Hammer right here, on the right side. Look he just boom boom reads reacts and, and attacks it, dude. And this, and this dude is strong as an ox, man. He's 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 I everything just, that that I, uh, that, that Tremaine wasn't. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't mind. Play. He ain't fast, Force like fumble. I said. He, like, he, he's not he's not a burner. But like you don't need a burner at, at no, at but especially when you, you got instincts. Yeah, no. You're right about that. You're you'll be in the right place, right time. Yeah, you'll be right. And he's, place, he's, right not, he's not making he's not making a whole bunch of false steps like like Tremaine did. This dude is running back on on <laughs> on special teams. Check him out. Jack Campbell, huh? The dude is a now, baller, is man. He, yeah, is he he's, yeah, he's a he's a player. Is he falling to the twenties? And that's the big one. Oh yeah, where's yeah. He, some, now he, some people Jack? say some people say he's a he's a second round pick. I don't. I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he's going to be where Buffalo will be in, in, in round two, which is why I don't necessarily mind them drafting him at 27. If, 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 if like the value is there, like if, if offensive players off the board, like there's, there's nobody really there um, offensively worth drafting at that point. Uh, I'm either going to try to trade down or I'll just take Jack at 27 and, and be done with it. And, and, you know, you get your guy that you want without even having to worry about it. This, this guy's Listen, a plug and play guy. I like play. it. Scott Blinken says he's a farm boy, man. You're not moving that man easily at all. You know, you're not. Man. You're not. <laughs> Whatever the hell they feed the boys <laughs> out the out the Midwest or wherever these these guys are from, man. You're right though, because I yeah, know man, the country Midwest, boys are different. Yeah, them country boys, man. They can yeah. they can eat dozen country, eggs and they different, bro. Now you know that different. that's where that's where that's where that's where Epinesa came from. But you know, AJ, something you know. I think. Well, anyway, listen. Iowa, Iowa, like I mean, they produce some some some, they, some some players out there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't yeah. uh, you can't hate on that. I mean, didn't shit. Brees Hall didn't he come from Iowa? He came he, from he, Iowa he, State. He played on Iowa for crying out loud. So yeah. I mean, they got well, he was he, he was in Iowa, but, but Iowa State, yeah, uh-huh, different team. Iowa but, State, yes, whatever. Uh-huh. I thought they used to be Iowa, Iowa State. I'm sure they're in the same the same area. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Either same, or, same. if. I mean, you, I haven't done any research whatsoever on these linebackers. I've been, I've been in free agency, but we're tailing on the end of free agency. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm now going to start to dive into the draft talk and all that good stuff. But Jack Campbell definitely going to be paying attention yeah, to that he's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But listen, folks, listen, we got some holes still to fill. Linebacker is one of them. I still feel that we still need to hit the O line. Uh, we did bring back David Questenberry. A lot of people are hating mm. that we brought back David Questenberry. I don't mind it whatsoever. We need an we have a, a player that's able to play left and right. Did you see Spencer Brown play left tackle? Never again. He's got to stay right tackle and remain at right tackle. So we mm. need that guy that can go left and right. Questenberry is going to be in the system for the second time. Let it. I mean, a lot of people are upset that hey, he's the one that got Josh Allen hurt. Well, guess what? Listen, players get hurt all the time. They get yeah. hurt all the time. And it just Questenberry was playing. Was he playing left left tackle, man? And that's just not his position. I mean, listen, he was playing. He was playing for yeah. Deion Dawkins. You got to, you yeah. got to, you got to do right. You got to cover up. Um, but nonetheless, the way I look at it, this man, we've got some play. We got some plays to fill. We got some holes to fill. O line is. I'm, I feel like they're not done in O line. I still feel they they feel need to draft a O lineman. I still feel they need to go and get a receiver. Receiver is not done. You need to go get some mm-hmm. receiver sitting in the draft. Um, do you really? Let's, let's, I want to. I want to. You know, ask you some questions about that, man. Like, so do you, do you feel like do you, do you feel like do you feel like the Bills' receiver room is is uh complete is, is incomplete? 
It's incomplete. Yes. You, so, so, you, so you've got Diggs. So, so where do you, if, if they draft a receiver, where does he slot in? Because you've got Diggs, right? And then, and then, um, I don't think Bean is is ready to give up on Gabe Davis yet, even though this is this is his last year of his deal. And then you got Khalil Shakir. Are they going to make the same mistake by by you know ruining the development of of, of a draft pick and then well, you know like, like they've thing. done before? And so Brandon B made it very clear that he is he's not a in the moment type of guy, and I'm paraphrasing here, by the way, but he's not mm -hmm. an in the moment type of guy. And what that, what I mean by that is like right now, draft this and get this and get this. He's not on Rams. He's not on the Rams page. We need to do it right now. He's a lot yeah. of he's about the future as well. I'm actually trying to mortgage everything now and and screw my future. So you got Stefan Diggs. Mm -hmm. That's got two more years on his. I mean, he just extended, so he's he's gonna be with us for a little bit, uh, yeah. three years. Gabe Davis. We don't know if we're gonna bring him back. He's got to take a giant leap to find out what's going on. And I can tell you right now, if he's going to have a good year, I know he will. And he's going to demand to get paid. Are mm -hmm. we going to pay him? Highly doubtful. So that's why you got it. So I can assume he'll be gone next year. Then mm -hmm. Khalil Shakir will step his game up. So now we'll have Diggs, Shakir. Deontay's on a one year, most likely. You've got um, Sherfield yeah. on a one year. Mm -hmm. So like we're going to be we're going to be depleted next year. So you got to get your guy now. So at least you'll have Diggs, Shakir, and said rookie, and then fill fill the needs as you go. So, so do you draft him in round one? Do you think? Well, that this is where this is where the, does the talent justify you drafting him in round one? Now, yeah. keep this in mind: you you can't you have to draft for what's in your what's in your division. Mm -hmm. You're going up against Zayvon Howard, and you're going up against. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. You're going up against Sauce Gardner. You're going up against DJ Reed. I think it's DJ Reed um, mm -hmm. on, right. on the Jets, right? Um, and the Patriots, the Patriots are the Patriots, right? They got some decent. I think they just brought back Jonathan. Uh, I forgot who it was. They just brought, they brought, I don't know who they brought back. I, even... I can't remember. They brought back the one of their guys, their, their top uh, corners. So you got you to gotta draft for your division. You got two teams that are coming for your neck, mm -hmm. and they know where to get you. Stop Stefan Diggs. And now let's see what Josh Allen's about. And then we'll neutralize you and keep going at you. So you can't stop there. You gotta, you gotta go and find your receiver, whether it's the first round or the second round, you gotta go and get him. Do not neglect the receiver position. I'm not I'm not swayed by Hardy. I'm not swayed by yeah. Trent. You need to show that you are building for the future as well. So you need to get yourself your receiver. Now, do you do you think that position could be filled? I mean, because we say we, we talk about like weapon, offensive weapon, right? A receiving right. weapon. Yeah. Does it necessarily have to be a wide receiver? Or, do, or can you see him adding another tight end? Because this is I where saw, I, this I, saw, is, I saw your comment. You saw it? Yeah, because I, I this, 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 so. is kinda where I, this is where I'm thinking, man. Like we, we saw like this time last year when, 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 when the Bills went and got OJ Howard, they had an, they had an idea, a vision in mind for, for multiple tight end sets, right? Formations. Just because OJ flamed out, I don't think meant that they scrapped the plan I, I still think personally that that that's probably you know uh, i don't know where on the priority list but i still think that's part of their vision and this is a very 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 good tight end draft class coming out man and so like for me if it if it boils down to like like the top tight end or the top two tight ends versus uh fourth or fifth wide receiver because those guys are going to come off the board early yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be I would I would be just perfectly fine with getting one of those tight ends, man. Like a Michael if Michael Mayer from Notre Dame dro uh, drops, he's exceptional. Darnell Washington, big boy from Georgia, big six seven, two seventy, big old dude. Um, you know, some somebody like that. 
I wouldn't be because I think if, if you add him, I think it actually makes your offense more dangerous because it makes you more multiple. And then you've got Knox because when Knox, let's say if Knox get injured, like who are they going to put? I mean, I know we like we like Morris, but like is Morris is not like the type of tight end that 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 Knox is. So they're more still going to need somebody. More reason that you draft yourself a receiver. More reason that you draft yourself a young receiver because now we spread it out. We may not need to go with a tight end. Right, we can go four receivers, three receivers set, and and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? And get James Hart, James James Cook out in there at the slot. And there's so many things you can do. So to me, and Quentin Morris, I'm not saying Quentin Morris is, is anything special, but Quentin Morris could be on the come up. Um, and Dawson Knox going down would be totally unfortunate. And I get what you're saying because you need to you need to find ways to supplement and help your offense by in the middle of the field and you're having a blanket. But that's not the type of offense we got. Like we are trying to air it out. We're trying to, you know, what I mean, put it on you. And I that's think, why I think, I think there's another important. dimension of the offense that we haven't seen yet that they want, but they don't have the personnel to run it. You so then, like, if, they, if they wanted to do that, if they and this is why I'm yeah. looking at the free agency, if they really wanted to attack, I don't know how deep this tight end uh, uh, class is in the draft. I don't think it's deep because we we would have been hearing a lot of names, but we would have went after a guy like uh, Dan Arnold. I think that we were interested in Dan Arnold last year. I think. Uh, we would have went after a Mercedes Lewis, although a little older. You don't really need a 38-year-old. But mm-hmm. I'm just kind of giving an idea. We could have went after an Irv Smith or a Kyle Rudolph, um, guys that have kind of some dumped some things in the league. So there, there are some opportunities to get some guys. Max Williams is available right now. Jesse James is available right now, both 28-year-old uh, a tight end. So if they really wanted to kind of go do some, they would have went out there and did it. I don't know how many, how deep this this tight end class is. We'll yeah. see. Scott Blickley says something that I think that is probably going to be done. If we don't like anything in that first round, trade the heck back and gain picks. Now you need to try to trade back. Yeah, trade trade back and gain picks. I was about that trade back game last year. If we're not going to get because I want to Brees Hall, if we can't get Brees Hall, trade the heck back, mm-hmm. and we traded up. <laughs> we did the opposite. We traded right. up. So we'll see how this plays out. Um, we're gonna we're about to we're about to find out. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that this team can do and directions they can go. Um look out for tight end draft, man. I'm telling you, I think it's gonna happen. I did I listen, I, I'm gonna be paying attention now that diving a little deeper into the draft now that the, the free agency is kind of dwindling down. Um, and we don't have a lot of money because let me, give, that, you, let me give you some guys. Let me let me give you some guys. I, to, to I will look for it. All right, and with the money that we have, I think we have we're, we're probably sitting at a 10 mil, if that. Yeah, if of that 10 million. Six of that, or is it a little less than that? I think uh, between three and six million has to go to our draft picks. It does. So at the end, a little cushion throughout the season. We might not be doing a whole lot. Unless there's another big restructure coming, may not be doing a whole lot. So Mm -hmm. draft is probably what we're getting prepared for. Mm -hmm. So trading down might be the best thing. And uh, then we accumulate that way. But Scott Scott Blakely made a joke saying, yeah, we should definitely trade down. Wait a minute. He doesn't even use his draft picks. So what's the point? So <laughs> you ain't lying, brother. You you are not lying. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. But listen, folks. Um, listen. There's a lot of things that need to be that need to be talked about. Uh, Johnny Blaze comes in and says Sam Laporta is a guy. That's to a dude, man. Rounds two to three. That's, that's, yeah, that's you know. Early when I when I said there's about three Iowa players that I think Bills are going to have their eyes on. Sam Laporta is one of them. He's a tight end. Extremely good tight end. Yeah, if if you watched him even at the combine, he tore that thing up, man. Like like Sam Laporta is a very good tight end, big guy too, six five, two forty five, something like that. He got incredible hands. 
Um, so yeah, I like him. I got it. So I got to, I got to start diving deep. My man, uh, Bobby was like, yo, you guys are talking about B. John Robinson all day. You guys need to be talking about Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Jameer Gibbs is nice too, man, but he's, he's he's about like 5'11", 200 pounds. So, uh, that's not a bad little back as well. So, I mean, shoot, there's so many directions we could take in this draft, but we do have to, we do have to address the linebacker position based on what I see what's available right now in free agency. Are we content with Tyrell Dotson taking over? Uh, are we oh, no. Terrell Bernard in the third draft? I, I'm still puzzled by the the, the, the Terrell Bernard draft uh, in the in the third round. I'm still puzzled by that. But either way, maybe they know something we don't. Um, but there's a lot of things that this team needs to do. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll we'll find out uh, some more, and we'll go from there, man. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Morning Mayan. She says, uh, "Thanks for the live show. Appreciate both of you guys. Uh, we appreciate you, man." And uh, let me just let me pull that up for for everybody. See, that's we appreciate that very much. So uh, we're going to start to dive a little more deeper into draft talk uh, as uh, the shows come and go. And uh, we appreciate that. Do we have any more um, big, big hits that we'll be doing in free agency? Highly doubtful. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. We might be tapped out, man. Yeah, we we tapped out. I think that's it. I think we've done filled filled what we need to because that's what free agency is about. Free agency, you just got to fill some spots that you can, you know what I mean? Not let any leaks into the boat. And then you go into mm-hmm. the draft and then you now let's go, let's fill, let's, let's fill it. Let's, let's patch it up a little more and let's, uh, let's fill the, the boat with some goods and let's take it to, to free agency. I mean, excuse me, let's take it to um, the off season and let's get to camp and let's do all the things. And then now let's battle it up. <laughs> but uh, I ain't sleeping on the receiver set. Joseph Riley says, yo, Christ fed a multitude <laughs> with one fish. <laughs> he needs to work with the budget. Yo, you know what? You know what? Okay, I don't know if anybody's watched this, uh, the movie Friday. I'm sure a lot of you guys. When when I think Smokey's mom says, "Yeah, I need you to go get me his pack of cigarettes." Oh yeah. But you, you, he says you're paying. She she gives him a dollar, and he <laughs> goes, "What am I gonna do with this?" And if people know what yeah. the line that she says, she goes, "Make it enough." So guess what? Yeah. Brandon Bean, you got to make it enough. <laughs> you got to make it enough when it comes yeah, to man. And you got to make it enough with that $8 million that's sitting in your pocket. Make it enough, mother. Got to. It's got to, man. <laughs> it got to. Because got right to. now, right now, uh, I guess Pagula is like, hey, fam, this is the money we got. You got to make it enough. My bucks are go, tapped out, bro. You, you know, all the go bucks. get me my damn cigarette, <laughs> aka go get me my damn Super Bowl. But we don't got enough, Brandon Bean says. And he says, Brad Pagula's like, make it enough, mother. F- make it enough. Go get me my damn. I'll chance. find somebody who will. <laughs> I'll find somebody who will. You better make it enough. But anyway, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, sure. that's it for us. I appreciate my man Rev coming in. I hope that, I hope that, that, that hit did that. Did oh, I yeah, yeah, that? yeah, 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 yeah. Get a little bit. Scratch a little age, man. Scratch a little age. We're going to continue to do this. Oh, yeah. so, folks, have yourself a great evening. We appreciate you guys always tuning in with us. Uh, we had my man Ray came through and gave us some. He shed some light on the addition of Damian Harris. Um, and I also have my guy Kevin via phone call came in and shed some light on uh, Trent Sherfield. So um, nothing to write home about. Nothing like, oh, shit, look what we did. We didn't do anything special this, this offseason, guys. We like. Brandon Bean said, "No big splash. There are some, and I'm, a, I'm a, before we get out of here. There are some tight. There are some receivers that are out there that are worthy of 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 you know what I mean, talking about. 
And the one that stands out is OBJ. OBJ is still out there. There are some good receivers still out there that maybe we may make one more addition um, if we don't like what we see in the draft. I mean, shoot, Marvin Jones still available. Byron Pringle still available. Um, uh, who do we got? Kenny Galladay, big bust out of freaking uh, the Giants still available. OBJ still available. So there's some there's some there's some names out there that are still available that we could uh, if we wanted to bring in one more name just for uh, competition purposes. But really and truly, I really do feel that we need to get onto that receiver, whether it's first round, second round, third round. If the value's there, go ahead and do it. But if we need to trade back, golly, trade back and get some picks and then we can we can Brandon Bean can do what he does. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Rev, appreciate you always. You know what Thanks, it is. Brother. And appreciate uh, it, man. We're going we gonna to get it up. My, by the way, people, uh, I'm going to start getting back on, on Facebook. They, the Facebook police decided to disable my account. Uh, I God knows why. I have no idea why. So I had to recreate a new Facebook account, which is weird. So now I'm sitting here adding people. What? I hate adding people, but I had to yeah. eh, 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 do all the- <laughs> uh, Hit me up on Facebook, and uh, we'll go from there, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for me. And, Rev, I think you'll like this because I started the show with this, and I'm going to end the show with this because a lot of folks right. just don't know. Um, and uh, I had to I had to represent because uh, this is my jam, and I'm always, always going to play this type of stuff. So this is how we end it, folks. You guys have yourself a great night. I know my man Jeff King would appreciate this. Oh, yeah, he hey. would. I guess you wonder what Hey, sometimes you know when you, you with the lyrics and you start messing up the lyrics. <laughs> Black folks do that, man. <laughs> We're coming on the hook. You, you just like the song so much, you try to sing it up a little bit. <laughs> anyway, folks, you guys have a great one. Enjoy the evening, and we will catch you again. Hopefully, I'm gonna try to get back on Friday. I've been trying to give friday to my family and since we're in the off season you know what i mean but like that itch hits me and i want to get on the mic we'll see how that plays out so folks enjoy yourself enjoy the evening rev appreciate you russ and we'll uh again and until next time ladies and gentlemen it's your boy rico it's your boy rev and we are gone let's go You tried everything, but you don't give up. In my world. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.